You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we are going to talk about everything vertical jump training. And if you know anything about me, you know there's two things I know in this world. One is volleyball and two is vertical jump training. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after 11 years coaching competitive volleyball and as a head coach of a college team, I've become obsessed with helping athletes and coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to train efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I've created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to episode five. Wow, episode five. We're we're adding episodes. We're getting there. Um, First of all, I want to thank everyone who's been tuning in. Um, I was looking at the stats yesterday, and we have people coming in from over 35 different countries around the world. And uh, it's it's really cool the amount of feedback I've gotten. So thank you for that feedback, and I encourage you to continue to give me feedback so I can you know give you guys episodes that you're interested in, and really teach you what you what you want to learn. So thanks so much for that. I appreciate it. Uh, I also want to mention that as you know, in the month of July we are doing a contest, um, and all you have to do is you know my goal is to educate as many people as I can, and in order for me to do that, I need to reach people. So the contest is really simple. You know, rate and review the podcast. Take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me in it, Brian Singh underscore Coach B, and hashtag Volleyball by Design. That's it. And then you'll get entered into winning the into the contest, and hopefully we get a chance. And the winner um, gets a one-on-one coaching call with myself, where we will dial in and we'll talk anything volleyball vertical jump training whatever you know problem you want to discuss we will figure it out together all right so that's what the the contest is about so thanks for that and i hope you uh you enter all right so today's episode we're going to dive into vertical jump training i love talking about vertical jump training i absolutely love it it's one of my one of my passions, um, I've dedicated a ton of time into the craft, the research, the science behind vertical jump training. And for those of you who don't know, um, I've been a vertical jump coach um, for just as long as I've been a volleyball coach, maybe if not longer. And I've coached thousands of athletes. Thousands of athletes have gone through my training and my program and have seen improvements in their vertical jump. It's incredible the amount of results that they've seen. So I'm happy to share um, some tactical tips, some advice here that I hope you can increase your vertical by the time you finish this episode. How does that sound? So let's yeah, let's dive into a little bit of my background before we get into some tactics and really so you understand where I'm coming from. So when I when I was learning, you know, I, first I I would learn how to do vertical jump training for myself. And I was like, you know, YouTube and this and that. Like it was very, it was, you know, anything that anyone has access to until I really decided to dive more deep into it and study the science. That's where I started reading. That's where I started implementing. I went, I went over to the States um, and worked with some coaches over there. And it wasn't until I started experimenting with myself and I started implementing things that I found in my research um, to athletes. 
and that's where it changed. That's where over a year or two, I, I, you know, everything starts with testing, right? You have to experiment. You have to figure out what works and what doesn't. And in about a year or two, I figured out the formula for how to increase your vertical and not just how to increase it, but how to increase it efficiently, effectively, and fast. And that's where it comes, uh, comes down to. So I coached a volleyball team. Um, after I kind of mastered the craft of vertical jump training, I, I started coaching a volleyball team and I implemented my vertical jump program with that team. And boy, man, the results were unreal. It was so cool to see all these athletes improve their vertical jump um, very quickly. And I've gone on and many of the athletes have gone on, not not from that team, but just in general. Um, you know, many of you know, Dane and Kofi Gemma, UCLA volleyball player who can touch, I don't think it's 12-4, 12-5. We had Tariq, he plays at um, University of Ryerson. He has a 40-inch vertical. Uh, Avi is a kid that I coached who's my height who has a 40-inch vertical. Like It's incredible, uh, all the stories that we've gotten from, from those players. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through a little bit about uh, what I did with them, and hopefully we can get some results for you as well. All right? So that's my background, so I know what I'm talking about. Uh, so let's talk about what vertical jump training composed of. Well, in order to increase your vertical jump, you need to improve three different things. One is technique, two is plyometrics, and three is strength training. Okay, those are the three things you have to do in order to improve your vertical jump. Oh, before I forget, if any of you are really serious about improving your vertical jump, all the athletes I mentioned, the thousands of athletes that I've helped improve their vertical jump by following my program, my program is actually available for sale on my website, coachbtraining.com, and you can get it right now. You can go there right now today and click on the purchase, and you can start improving your vertical jump right now if that's what you choose. Um, if not, don't worry about it, but uh, that that's available to you if you want to you know dive deeper into, into after this episode. So... Three things, plyometrics, vertical or sorry, plyometrics, strength training, and technique. Now, traditionally, people would just increase their vertical by doing strength training. And that's stuff like squats, deadlifts, you know, um, lunges, anything that, you know, you're going in the weight room and you're applying weights to, that's strength training, right? Um, cleans, which are really good as well. Uh, and then over time, people started doing, well, what, what kind of jump training exercises can we do? And that's called plyometrics. And then that is also a factor to help improve your vertical jump as well. And then technique. And this is the this is the one that not many people understand or know how to do. And technique is huge. So technique is how can we train our body to be efficient and jump higher? How do we utilize the muscles we have now, or the body that we have now, without strength training, without doing plyometrics, what can we use right now to help improve our vertical jump? And there are five things that we can do. I'm going to talk about one of them today, which I think is probably the most important one, all right? And that is speed. Speed is huge when it comes to technique. And many people think that they're utilizing speed effectively, but they're really not. And what I mean by speed, I mean when you're jumping, you need to, so let's say that we're doing a three-step approach, okay? So you're taking three steps before you jump. Every step you take has to be faster than the previous step. So step one is fast. Step two is faster. Third step is the fastest. So that's the progression. The way I look at it is, think about an airplane taking off 
right? An airplane goes slow, slow, has to build up speed, fast, 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 until it has enough speed to take off, right? Vertical jump is the exact same thing. Think about a Nike check mark. A Nike check mark, like that swoosh, well, vertical jump is the exact same thing, all right? That it's, it's, you want to build up speed to fly off at the end. Maybe, maybe the Nike check mark isn't a good example for the speed, but it's that type of motion that we're thinking about. So speed is important. Now, if you are the type of volleyball player that is just taking two steps to jump, you're not maximizing your vertical at all. So I want you to think about yourself on the court right now. And I want you to think about the setter setting the ball. Now you're going to jump and hit it. How many steps are you taking? If you're taking two, it's not enough. Because there is no way you can build up enough speed in two steps to jump high. It's, it's impossible. I mean, you're going to jump, but you're not going to jump as high as you can. We need to build up that speed in order to take off. All right? That, that's important. That's why I, re- I recommend taking four steps because... Four steps will maximize the amount of speed that you can that you can gain in such a short distance. So as volleyball players, we are normally starting our approach if you're you know a pin hitter. So if you're a left side or right side, you're normally starting your approach a little bit behind the attack line and outside the court. Well, that's the distance you have. Normally four steps is enough to cover that distance. You don't want to go more than four steps because then we as volleyball players, yes, we're trying to jump high, but we're also trying to hit a ball. So if you notice with high jump, like if you're a track, if you're a, a track athlete, and you're doing high jump, you're starting from way further back because you have enough time to build up that speed. Well, volleyball players don't have all that time because we are trying to attack a ball. So that's why four steps, I'd say, is the max that you could take. I mean, you could take a little bit. You can take more than four steps, but it it really comes down to building up that speed. How how can you build up enough speed to jump high? That that's what it is. So, let's go with um, let's go with four steps, and let's talk about how we can maximize these these steps that we take. So, one exercise that you can do right now is you can start at uh, you know start at a wall, like going to find a gym, find an open area, find you know backyard, whatever. And I want you to run as fast as you possibly can for about a hundred a hundred yard or not a hundred a hundred meters, fifty to hundred meters. Run as fast as you can for about 50 to 100 meters. And as you're running, I want you to think about how fast you're going, okay? So you're sprinting to about 50 to 100 meters, and you're thinking about how fast you're going. I want you to do it again. Do it, do it two or three times. Now, I want you to ask yourself, when you're jumping, are you going that fast? Are you running that fast before you take off? And your answer is probably going to be no, you're not. You're not going anywhere near as fast as you were sprinting. And that's the answer that most athletes give me when, they're, when they try to do this exercise you know, at the beginning. So now I want you to do this. Now I want you to run as fast as you can for you know 50 yards. Not, don't go 100, go about 50. and 50 meters, sorry. And I want you to take off with two feet. So after you've, you're sprinting, you're going as fast as you can. Now I want you to jump with two feet, going like taking off with two feet. Right now, again, this is an open area. It's in your backyard, gym, whatever the case is, open area. Now, because you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not going to go out there and do it and then come back. So I'm just going to tell you what's normally going to happen. What you're going to find is you're taking off at such a fast speed, you're going to find yourself slowing down before you jump. 
inevitably it's gonna happen you're gonna be sprinting so imagine yourself sprinting 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 and then now imagine yourself trying to jump at that speed biomechanically you are gonna slow down before you take off and jump and that's just because your body is not used to taking off at such a fast speed it's not used to it, it, it your body's never done that before so just like every skill that is not com- that you're not you're not comfortable doing your body's not used to doing you have to train your body to take off at fast speeds because it's never done it before now 50 meters is an exaggeration you're obviously not running 50 meters in a volleyball court you're, you're taking four steps five you know tops so now after we've run our 50 meters and we've starting to train our body to take off at a fast speed we have to find what we call our MCV, our maximum controlled velocity. So how fast can we go that we can control to then jump high? So let me repeat that. How fast can we run? How controlled can we take that speed to then jump high? So when you go on a court now, Normally, people take five, six steps to be able to control that speed to jump high. Normally, if you've been running for 10 to 15 steps, you probably won't be able to control the speed that you're, that you, that you're taking off at, which means you're going to have to slow down. So as volleyball players, we're in a good position because four to five steps is normally a controlled speed for us that we're already in a position to jump from. So... After you do this exercise, and do it multiple times, listen, this is an exercise you can continue doing to figure out how fast you can you can run to then jump. So now we're back on the court. And we'll see that when you've done this exercise where you've you know ran 50 meters and then taken off at such a high speed, when you go back on the court now, you're going to see, wow, wait a minute. When you're taking your four steps, your four steps are going to be faster by default because we've been training our body to jump at a higher speed. And you're going to notice this. You're going to notice without a doubt, you're going to notice an increase in your vertical jump because now we are being deliberate with our speed. We are running, we are approaching with a purpose to generate speed to now take off and jump higher. And that is a big change to normally what people have been doing when they're jumping. Okay? So let's take this a little step further. Now that we've established that we need to we need to approach aggressive, we need to sprint, but in a controlled way, and then take off. There's a couple of things that we want to make sure we keep in mind. One, vertical jump is a linear motion. All right, there's no changing direction. So when you're approaching, I want you to make sure that you are approaching on a straight line. You're not stepping out and then coming back in. You're not changing any kind of direction because if you change direction, what you're doing is you're changing speed. And by changing speed, you're slowing down and you're not maximizing your vertical. All right, so you got to make sure that you're going at in one direction, linear, not changing speed, not sorry, not changing direction. So we're, we're approaching fast. Like, like imagine, imagine a plane. You know, a plane needs to go at you know, a straight runway, like the road is straight when a plane takes off. Well, vertical jump is the same. Can you imagine if that plane had to turn? You think that plane would be um, getting enough speed to take off? It it probably won't be. And vertical jump is the exact same thing. So you want to make sure you're approaching straight. Okay. Number two, we don't want to stutter step. So stutter stepping um, 
is what it, what you're doing is you're actually changing speed as well. Like you're you're slowing down, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, and you're not. It's not serving any purpose. So stutter stepping, I do not recommend doing except for one situation, and that is to to get into rhythm. So if you need to stutter step at the beginning for whatever reason to get into rhythm, that's fine. But make sure you're still taking your three to four steps after that to jump. And then those three to four steps after your rhythm stutter step is what I call it, is getting faster and faster and faster to your absolute fastest. Okay, so don't stutter step. Don't change direction. And the last thing, the third thing I'll tell you about when it comes to speed in terms of what not to do is don't jump or hop into your last two steps. Now, I, I think I've, I've posted Instagram videos um, about most of these, especially the jumping into your last two steps. And that's something that athletes do just naturally. It's just something that just happens. And what you want to make sure you do is you don't want to jump into your last two steps or hop into your last two steps. People do it as a rhythm, but what you're doing is you're essentially stopping for a small amount of time and then you're taking off. Right, so think about it this way. Think about you're you're making your approach and then you're hopping into your last two steps, kind of like a basketball hop. For those of you that play basketball as well, you're hopping, and what that do what that does is it it puts you in a state of rest, you know, really quickly, really for like a half a second, and then you take off. So you're not serving a purpose by doing that. You want to make sure that it's smooth, like a plane doesn't hop, right? It takes off very smoothly. So that's what you want to do as well. And when you're taking off. Remember too, like it should be a quiet motion. Like you shouldn't be stomping into the ground. There should you shouldn't be like hard because if if you stomp into the ground, you're again you're slowing down. You're changing your pace. You're not increasing your speed by stomping. You're utilizing so much energy into the ground that it's not serving you any purpose. Right? We want to use the ground to help us generate power to, to jump up. So it shouldn't be loud stomps. Just like just just run. You're running into your approach, controlled speed, and then you're taken off with that being said, all right? So this is a simple tactical uh, skill here, speed, that you can use to jump higher today. You can go outside today and practice this, and you'll be surprised that when you do the, the exercise that I talked about earlier in terms of sprinting, figuring out how fast you can sprint, then jumping, you know, coming out of that sprint and jumping and then realizing, wow, that's really uncomfortable. My body's not used to that. And then figuring out what your MCV is, what your maximum controlled velocity, okay, your controlled speed, and now going back and taking your three to four step approach. Think about how faster that's going to be. And I, I do this exercise all the time with athletes, especially when I when I would do when I do like one on one stuff. And, or, or when I do like group sessions or team sessions and I have everybody do this exercise and they can't believe how faster they are, their approach is because they didn't realize how fast they could go. They didn't realize that, wait a minute, my original approach wasn't fast at all. Now that I know that I can sprint way faster than this, their vertical goes up just by doing that. You know what the crazy thing is? Is that that's just one aspect of vertical jump training. Just one. And that was speed. So my vertical jump program is composed of phase one, which is technique. And in the technical portion, speed is just one of the things we teach you, which you just saw, or, or rather you just heard how much that can help you. Two is plyometrics. 
Now, plyometrics training are jumping exercises that you add to help generate power and help you strengthen the muscles and help, uh, you know, just jump higher. They're, they're jumping exercises, all right? And then the strength training part is building the muscles, strengthening the muscles to make sure that you can jump higher. Now, you combine all those three, guess what you're doing? You're jumping higher by the end of the summer or whenever you're listening to this. Um, and you apply this, the technique portion, you're jumping higher the minute you finish the technique portion because that has nothing to do with building your muscles. That's just utilizing your body to jump higher. So you combine all those three things, you are jumping higher today. And rather, you combine all, the, all those three things, you're jumping higher by the end of the program for sure. Now, in my program, and whether you, you, you get it or not, nutrition is also important. So I've added a bonus episode, a bonus uh, section in there on nutrition. And I think that nutrition goes really uh it's not valued as much when it comes to vertical jump training and it it absolutely should be because if you understand how to manipulate your nutrition you can jump higher without a doubt anyone listening to this that understands nutrition knows what i'm talking about and I'll, i'll give you a little perspective if you right now let's say that you have body fat on you okay so you have some body fat on you so you're trying to jump with that body fat which is weighing you down now, if you decreased your body fat percentage, guess what? You're jumping with more, with less fat, with less weight. Well, obviously, you're going to jump higher if you do that because your body has to, the, the amount of energy your body needs to jump higher just went down by getting your body fat percentage down. And that's just one aspect of your nutrition that will help improve your vertical jump. So when you really dial into your, excuse me, when you really dial into your nutrition, you will increase your vertical jump by default just by doing that. That's another added module we threw in the vertical jump training program for you, all right? So no matter what, listen, if if you do not get the vertical jump program, uh, which, again, has seen thousands of athletes improve their vertical jump, by this episode alone, you can increase your vertical by doing the speed stuff we talked about. But if you're really serious, and this episode will be released uh, mid-July, Right, this is episode five, so I'm just looking at my calendar right now. It will be released on July 19th. So if you get my vertical jump program, that's released, uh, I, you know, when you're listening to this episode, by the end of the summer, your your jump has gone up, like without a doubt, your jump has gone up by applying the principles that we talk about in the program. And if you've gotten any value out of this podcast, you imagine the value you're gonna get when you get the whole program. That's crazy. Anyways, that's my spiel about vertical jump program, um, or sorry, vertical jump training in general. Um, I wanted to give you a quick tip. I wanted to give you some advice on how to train, understand how to jump, understand what you can do today to jump higher, and I hope I deliver that to you. Um, And more so, what I've learned about vertical jump training is it's a science. It's a science. It's understanding the science, and we, uh, without getting, I get more, I get into more detail in my program where I teach you the science behind vertical jump training. But if you can understand the science, you can figure out how to jump for your body. You can figure out what you need to do as an athlete or as a coach. What you need to do to jump higher based on the teachings of the science, and it's it's inevitable. It's a science, right? And I think that when you understand that, you'll get a lot more clarity in your training right away. Okay. So that's it for me in terms of vertical jump training. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to episode five of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Listen, 
do me a favor and rate and review. Um, if you're new to the pod, subscribe so you get up to date episodes. Uh, I, I'm planning on, you know, this summer I'm planning on dropping a couple bonus episodes so you, you get to double dip a little bit instead of just one a week. And um, if you're interested in the contest, listen, rate and review. Take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me, Coach or Brian Singh underscore Coach B, um, hashtag Volleyball by Design, and you get a chance to win that one-on-one coaching call with myself. All right. Um, by the way, too, if you if you uh, have a, a suggestion for a topic for the podcast, you know, th- uh, occasionally I always put them out there to get more topic and ideas for the podcast because this is you know this is for you. This podcast is to help you become a better volleyball player and coach, and that's what I'm all about. So if you have any suggestions, you know, feel free to drop me a DM. Let me know. I'd be more than happy to t- take that into consideration while I plan out my episodes for upcoming podcasts. All right, all right, that's it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Volleyball by Design podcast. We'll talk soon. Uh, Go out there and try the vertical jump stuff today. All right? Take care. All right. Cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.